The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. Hello, I'm Russ Moore, co-creator and game master for Facing Fate, which is an improvised actual play podcast focusing each season on different genres, game systems, and characters. You're about to listen to Season 1, Episode 1, titled, appropriately, Lunacorp, Day 1. Lunacorp is a sci-fi thriller using the game system Fate Core that follows employees of a privately owned moon base during an unknown viral outbreak. It is their concern to contain the spread and find a way to protect themselves as well as everyone else on board as best they can. Content warnings for this episode include coarse language and frightening scenes. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy and have a wonderful day. Facing Fate, Season 1, Lunacorp, Day 1. Cameras coming in over the moon surface, and there is a mining truck driving back towards base, and Brutus and Persephone are in said vehicle coming back to the base. And then I said, get the fuck out of my room. I mean, like, how many times do I have to tell this guy, you can't just walk into someone's room on the base. It's just not done. Brutus, Brutus, I'm going to stop you there. I'm one day from retirement. I don't want to hear this story again. Just let me work my last shift in peace, bud. All right, all right. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, there's, it's, there's ways that things are done and there's ways that things are, aren't are not done. By the way, I love the sash that you got me that says one day away from retirement. It's awesome. Oh, and, you know, not many people last as long as you did up here. Like, you know, you, you, tra- you train me and everything. As you guys are driving in, an alarm light goes off on the dash. And it's something that has to do with the actual intake system on the driving truck. Uh, Brutus bangs his fist against it like you would like a fucked up TV from the 90s. Damn thing's been going off and on. It's like, someone needs to service this this thing. When was the last time we had it in the shop? I don't know. Check, check, check the logs. I don't keep track of stuff like that. Details. I uh, root around in the glove box and, and flip through the maintenance log. And I, it was just in there last week. It, it should be fine. Are you sure this is... Are you sure yeah. we got a problem going on? No, no, there's no, there's no problem. I mean, we've like, someone's not doing their job right. Someone's not doing their job right over in maintenance. I'm gonna have a word with them. You get over your PA intercom system. The technician in the booth right now, Cecilia, she comes over because she's noticed that there's an issue with the vehicle as well. Uh, hey guys, um, I noticed that uh, that light went on. What's going on up there? 
Someone in maintenance and doing their fucking job, Celia. Yeah, we're we're not really sure there, CC, because uh, we had this thing in there last week for service, and now we got a light coming on. Okay, well, you know the protocol means you guys are gonna have to uh, gonna gonna have to go into uh, isolation for a little while. Kind of gotta check that out. Sorry. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I'm not going into isolation. Did I mention I'm well, one day from retirement? Could this day get any worse? It's just that the rules and regulations state that it's pretty important that you guys go into isolation. No, uh, rules sure and regulations. Because I think that it's, I don't, I wouldn't want to get in trouble if I let you guys in. And, um, so I, I probably am going to have to. Cecilia, time. you better not fucking lock I'm that door. I'm probably going to have to um, call my supervisor, or else I'm just going to have to keep you guys in isolation. You fucking call your supervisor, Cecilia. Uh, during this conversation, <laughs> uh, the mining truck has made its way back to dock I feel like base. I'm sitting outside, like a garage door, just like, open the fucking door, Cecilia. Just like laying on the horn. <laughs> totally, totally. No, yeah. So, yeah, you've, you've made it back to the base at this point where, the, where all the trucks pull in, and you pull into the bay, and the bay itself closes behind you. So you are in... Technically, isolation right now. <laughs> Don't tell Brutus that he does not believe. Um, but Sarah, so you're in a garage, and it's it can be hermetically sealed. Like it, it can be. I assume every single yeah. piece of the yeah. base. Yeah. Assuming yeah. it has doors could probably be hermetically. Yeah. So you are now I see back. TV. Uh, you are now back in the base. Brutus gets out of the vehicle and gives it like a swift kick to the outside, just like God. Damn piece of machine, piece of crap. Where are the maintenance guys? Persephone starts to do like a visual inspection on the truck. Uh, you know that the intake system is un- like where you figure um, there's venting and tubes that come up underneath the actual truck. So if you were to figure out what's going on under there, you would have to get underneath. And as Brutus is kicking and banging at the truck, you notice moon dust like coming off of the vehicle itself. And you know moon dust can create some electrical charge, and that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, I uh, I tell Brutus to stop kicking the fucking truck already. Don't you see all the moon dust you're knocking off? No, get off my back. The moon du- There's always a scrap bit of moon dust here and there on these old pieces of shit. I just want to get through this shift. I've got that shuttle back home waiting for me. I can go on my boat with my husband. It's going to be great. I just got to make it through this last shift. You look through the window towards Cecilia, who's standing and apparently talking to her supervisor, and she comes back on the PA system. Uh, so my supervisor won't answer my call because I called my supervisor, like, I guess too much, so um, I can't get my supervisor on the phone right now. But if you guys could, um, why don't you just check and, I mean, you've been here a long time, Persephone. If you tell me it's good, then I'm sure it's probably good because you're the most experienced person here. So why don't you just take a look? All right, all right. I'll, uh, I'll shimmy under the truck and, and see what's what. Brutus helps her get a, a jack and... Oh, there's no jack. It's a, it's oh. a big fucking machine. Like, there's no oh, quick so jack in there. Yeah. Like, there's this... Oh, yeah, it's a moon. There's probably a lot of space under there. Okay, from off of one of the wall, because I assume I, what I'm imagining is like a, um, almost like a, a little mini shop. Like, so there's like the little rolly thingies on the floor, and I roll one towards her so that she can get under there and, you know, do the like the scoot thing. The scoot, that's technical. Yeah, it's okay if you don't scoot right under there. Scootin' boogie. Yeah. Yep. Come on, Persephone, let's get this done. 
hungry and it's taco night. I'm hurrying. I'm hurrying. So you're checking around the vehicle. Make a check. That is an even. I had two pluses and two negatives. So that's mediocre. So we'll say that it's a... It's her fault. It's just mediocre. Mm, Yeah. Uh, We'll say that it's a... Yeah, an investigate check. Um, And because you know the system so well, we'll say that's at probably a... At least a good for... Okay, uh, so I got three then. Okay. You find this the system that should be affected by it. And you're looking... But you can't quite get the piece off that you know... Um, but you know Brutus has the some tools on him on his belt that could probably help you out with this. I uh I wheel myself over there and peek out from under the track and say, Hey Brutus, I need those uh I need those tools off your belt. Brutus looks down, he's got like a rather large belt. He's like, Which one? You know the one to get the, the get the cap off. Oh yeah, the the nine millimeter. <laughs> Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I take the nine millimeter and go back Is it under a wrench? the truck. We're not sure. I'm not really sure. Yeah, sure. And I just bust a cap in it, and that's how you get the cap off. Perfect. Make a roll just because uh, we're trying to justify the fate dice. Okay. Maybe a crafts uh, roll. A minus one. Ooh. So far, the rolls are not great. Uh, if you want to, you can invoke the around before the isolation systems. If you wanted to spend a fate point to get a plus two. Sure, let's do it. To say that you know the system so well. It takes you a bit, but you get the cap off. And it's it's pretty dark in there. Like, you can't quite see, and you reach up into it. You kind of get, like, you can kind of, just with your fingertips. Like, if you took your suit arm off, you could probably reach in a little further, just because of how bulky everything is. Well, I mean, being only one day away from retirement, I think I need to figure out what the fuck this problem is so I can get on with my life. So yeah, I'll shimmy my sleeve up and jam my hand back in there. Oh, a- Amy is going, don't do it! Don't can I, can Cecilia yeah. see this? I guess not, because she's under the truck? You can probably see that Persephone has gone under, and that mm-hmm. she's reaching something, and yeah, uh, make an, a notice roll, and we'll say that you are you're fair at noticing. I think it's notice. Yeah. Okay. I have two pluses, one minus, and a blank. What does two that mean? So two pluses, one. So what? Is, so the equals is one on your dice roll, and then we'll say that you have a fair notice. Is what I said. So that's a plus two. So that's a three. So yeah, you see Persephone begin to take off like her glove so that she can shimmy up her mm-hmm. sleeve. And, I mean, by the book, that's probably yeah. not a good idea before everybody's been decontaminated. Persephone, I don't... I, uh, regulations say that you probably shouldn't be doing that. I don't think that you should... I know that you know what you're doing better than me, but um, you know, that seems like probably a bad idea. Definitely against the rules. I don't know if you should be doing that. Uh, kid, uh, when you've been around as long as I have, you don't have any fucks to give anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, I guess you know a lot more than I do. I just knew, so... And I continue on with my game plan. You pull up despite the the protests. What's Brutus doing while this is happening? Uh, Brutus is leaning again. Do we have, like, space helmets on? What kind of of situation here? Yeah, step... While you're out there, you have, like, full helmet and everything Mm -hmm. on. What Uh, about in... um, Well, I'd say... 
a smart person would probably have kept everything on. Oh, yeah, Brutus definitely took his helmet off. <laughs> okay, so you probably got lectured by Cecilia on that, too. Brutus, that definitely is a really bad idea. You shouldn't have done that. That's definitely against the rules. You're not even Cecilia, just let Persephone work. She cannot figure this out with you yammering on. So, Persephone, you reach up into the vent system there, and you grab hold of... You have to kind of shimmy your arm up, and it kind of it stings a little just because of how you're trying to bend it and get it up there. But you reach and you grab hold of what feels like a a solid hard moon rock, bigger than most that kind of get churned up because there's blades that churn up and break these things down. But this one has made its way past and up into the system somehow. And you grab hold of it and make a strength check. So I'm envisioning like when you're trying to steal something from a vending machine. Yeah, that's what's exactly. going on. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, sorry, an athletics check, and I'll let you decide how how good or bad Persephone is at athletics. Um, being a little older, I'm going to say she's not great at athletics. Like she's in okay shape, but maybe like a average, fair average or fair, at best. sure. Yep. Yeah, average yep. or fair. Uh, so she got a one. So if it's fair, that's two. If it's or if it's average, it's we'll go with average. So it's a two. Okay, you're trying to wiggle this rock free, but you can't quite shimmy it out of its place. So you're pretty sure this is what's setting off the alarm, but you can't quite get it out. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to wheel myself out from under the... You know, I say, uh, there's just there's just a moon rock stuck up there. It should be totally fine. As I'm putting my like glove and sleeve back on. You know that, Cecilia? It's just a moon rock stuck up in there. What do you, what do you want? Is that pretty normal? Is that, that doesn't seem like something that's probably very good, though. I mean, yeah, it's probably not very good, but yeah, that's happened before. There's always moon rocks kicking around in places. Don't worry about it, Cece. Uh, guys, you know that uh, you're going to have to wait in there, right, until we get it sorted out, so I don't know if you want to... we got to get this alarm to stop before you can come in. I don't uh, know. Brutus, do you want to try? Or? Yes, yes. All right. Out of the way, lady. So Persephone shows you kind of where you need to go. Brutus, like, scoots himself underneath and takes his glove off because he was watching yeah, Persephone so. and reaches his hand. You reach up into and you, you've got longer arms than Persephone does so you're able to like handball the mm-hmm. the rock that's in there and it's wedged pretty tight but make a make an athletics check. Oh no, I have to roll something. You're so strong, Brutus. I'm sure you'll be able to do it. Uh, two pluses, a minus, and a blank. Do so the blanks just not count as anything? Blanks are zero. Oh, okay. So, so you've got one a plus. one. Um, so I'll let you decide where Brutus is at in see. his athletics. I so think that he's probably... Max, I think he's great. great. Yeah, I think he's great. I feel like he's, like, a really burly, tough guy. Okay. You get up there and you get stuck a little bit, but then you just use all your strength and just pull it out and just moon dust explodes out of the bottom of this vent and down onto the ground um, and you notice little electrical jumps between them um, but you're holding the moon rock and like it seems like a moon rock I wheel myself slowly out from under it and I hold it up has the alarm gone off? like or stopped? has anybody checked it? it's just in the truck uh, I'll, go, I'll go have a look at the dash uh, so I, I get up and I wave the rock in front of Cecilia's face through the window so Persephone goes up and checks the, the dash, and the alarm has gone off. And as you're waving the moon rock, you see coming out the back is like a black 
shadow or ooze that starts coming out down your hand and up your arm and up your sleeve. Make a will. Uh, well, that's um, minus two. Yeah, so how good is Brutus at will? I think he is probably, because he refuses to be wrong, he won't be told what to do. I think his will's good. Okay, so you've got a plus three. So, so, so you've got a minus two, so you got one. a plus one. So you're not freaking the fuck out, but this thing is weirding you out. Like, this isn't normal. I turn to Persephone and I go, what the fuck? You don't see anything, Persephone. Yeah, I don't. I don't. What are you? What are, what are you talking about, Brutus? The 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 black the black stuff. The, it's gone. It's, like it's gone by the. You don't even see it anymore. Oh, it's gone. It's gone by this point. It's gone up your sleeve and into your suit. Oh, so it's not a constant ooze. It no. was like. It was like a like an amorphous <laughs> figure. Something. And it's gone up my sleeve. Yeah. And I'm not freaking the fuck out. Somehow. Apparently not. Oh God. I mean, uh, you can freak. The I, fuck I, out I start if to take. To. I start to take my my uh, suit off. Like it's uh, it's up here. Can you feel it, or did you just see it? You just you just saw it. You didn't really feel anything touching your arm, but you felt you saw it, and you saw it climb up in under your suit. I yeah. I start to disrobe. I'm like, uh, I just, I need to check on, I need to check on something, and I drop the rock to the floor, and it's her. You definitely, you definitely shouldn't be taking all your, I told you just, not to take your helmet off. Cecilia, box, just, I re- definitely don't think that. Relax yourself, I just need to check something. Could you stop talking? You are suddenly standing still, your eyes roll back into your head, and black veins begin spreading from your face. Persephone, you see this, and Cecilia, you see this, and then the alarms go off. Cecilia hears footsteps, like heavy footsteps, running down the hall and busting into the door. Facing Fate, Season 1, Lunacorp, Day 1. With your game master, Russ Moore, and players Amy Moore, Carla Maxted, and Tom Laird. Production and sound design by Russ Moore. Theme music by Eli McElveen. The songs Zombie Hoodoo and Long Note 2 are by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Artwork by Kessie Rilanicki. The game system used is Fate Core by Evil Hat Productions. Supporting producers are Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. Follow and share episodes to your friends on Twitter at FacingFateCast or Facebook.com slash FacingFateCast. Become a patron of Dumb Dragons Productions today to support Facing Fate and hear the entire first season, as well as becoming the first to hear future seasons and join monthly hangouts with the cast. Visit and join us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. A Dumb Dragons production.